hey, welcome to week two of the How to Write a Novel podcast. So last episode, I was all whacked out on McDonald's coffee because they got this deal right now where you can get any size coffee for a dollar. So I got twice as many coffee as usual and they were all twice as big. And I went on a fiery manifesto about the nature of writing fiction and what it means to be a writer. And I thought it was kind of cool. But today let's do the reverse. Just left the house, I haven't had any coffee. I'm a little less filled with crazed manic energy. But that's cool, let's just do that for this episode. I was so worked up yesterday that I didn't even talk about what I've been doing writing-wise, which is theoretically the point of this whole podcast. So, uh, bookkeeping-wise, uh, this podcast now, it's available at keithcourage.com, of course, with all my shit. But it's also on iTunes, if you enjoy that. And I've started a YouTube channel where I take each week's worth of shows and compile them together into one video. So week one is up now. It's about four hours, not bad. I assume this show will get shorter and shorter as I go. It'll become a little more workmanlike, but uh, in these early days, got a lot of shit to say. And if there's a, a part of an episode that uh, I think is kind of funny or entertaining, I like clip those out as little like 10 minute clips or whatever. So that's all on the YouTube page, which is how to write a novel, all one word. So my writerly rambling can be uh, experienced in many ways. Man, I'm out in Surrey, BC right now, and the uh, address number seems so crazy. I just realized it's because Sam on 130th Street, so the address will be 13086 or whatever. So it's really just the street name and then the address number. But it looks like, you know, like I'm just walking by 10790. It's like, is this the longest street in the world? Is this street fucking 6,000 kilometers long? (laughs) Why are there so many numbers? Okay, so writing-wise, as I said a couple episodes back, so I had wrapped up chapter 12, but then I was going through my notes, and I found a cool thing I could add on to the end of chapter 12. So in my traditional slow fashion, I've been working on that, where I took those notes that I found and I arranged them, kind of bullet-pointed them, point-formed them, put them back into chapter 12, and now I've really just got to sit down and uh, convert them into prose form. I'm going a little slow even by my standards, of like if I just really sat down for half an hour, I'm sure I would have had this done already. Which again, hey, whatever, no pressure. Doesn't matter. As long as you work every day, that's the point. Don't have to, don't have to push. I was actually on, uh, I don't use Reddit very much, but I decided to go check out uh, whatever the writing fucking Reddit is called, probably r slash writing. And you know, they got a thread that's just like, here's the thread if you want to promote yourself, keep it in here. (laughs) It's just the mountain of people promoting themselves. I'm like, hey guys, I got a podcast. 
who could possibly care and click on that but why not man why not just mention it who knows just in case I really do think this podcast it's just kind of fun for me to do right now but I do think it's the kind of thing that'll be more interesting later to look back at but then I decided I would poke around a little bit I'm like I don't know maybe this would be neat I should at least see what this little community is all about maybe it'd be cool to hang out here I used to hang out on a writing message board way back in like the year 2000. Writings with a Z. <laughs> it didn't start off being called that, but but nobody really talked about writing. They just talked about whatever. Just hung out and talked about shit. It was kind of a cool place. And yeah, pretty much right away on this Reddit thing, it's just like some guy was posting like I am working on my epic fantasy novel which uh, strike one right there <laughs> you know why why would your first book be an epic fantasy novel calm down and if you are writing an epic fantasy novel I want you to keep in mind the concept of time to crystal it's the thing that uh, the video game podcast the besties brought up when they're talking about RPG games, they're like, all right, what's the time to crystal? How long do you play this game before a magical crystal appears? How long until some crystalline thing becomes part of the plot? Because that's the point when you know that the writer has out of ideas and is just falling back on fantasy tropes. And in this case, the guy was like, um, 15 minutes? <laughs> There's no more boring a fucking genre than the epic fantasy novel. Then this guy, he was kind of uh, soliciting advice or whatnot, or empathy from the group. And he's like, so I'm doing it, man. I'm writing my epic fantasy novel. I've set my goal at 700 words a day. And some days I just sit down and it's no problem and I write my 700 words. Some days it's just like pulling teeth. I'm just sitting there for two hours, just trying to write 700 words. First off, I don't think two hours is that long of a time to spend on 700 words. I think that's fine. If those are 700 good words, good for you. But due to the epic nature of epic fantasy, I mean, I presume this guy's book is going to be somewhere in the vicinity of 70,000 pages. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you just want to write tons. But yeah, it's just weird because it's just like, uh, I guess, I mean, I've spent many years doing different techniques and trying different stuff that didn't work. There was even a period in like 2005, mid-2000s, where I remember as a way to try to force myself to work, I had this job at a porn store and there was a lot of downtime, a lot of just sitting behind a counter. And it wasn't a particularly successful store. It ended up closing pretty soon after that. So it wasn't even busy. And I used to keep track of how many hours I had spent working on writing. And it was like I would only release my paycheck to myself when I worked. I'd pay for groceries and I'd pay for rent and, you know, all the utilities I'd pay for. But if I wanted to go see a movie or if I wanted to go buy some sushi, I had to work. And I think I gave myself a pretty good wage. It was like, you know, $10 an hour or something. But it really didn't work. It was not at all a consistent thing. Putting that kind of constraint on oneself, it just, it just doesn't work. You can't force yourself to work. You can't bully yourself into working. You can't put handcuffs on yourself and expect to be more productive. 
And I guess that's kind of what it felt like reading this guy's thing of just like, my 700 words, ah. I feel so bad about the fact that I have such a hard time reaching my 700 word goal. Well, where did this goal come from? You made that up. (laughs) Why? Why are you doing that to yourself? Who said 700 words? How is this all going to work? What's the long game? What's going to happen when you get to the end? Even if you stick with it, even if you make yourself miserable and plow through this idea, and you're just going to have this gigantic garbage book? (laughs) Like, why? Why any of this? So somebody else posted, like, hey, instead of the 700 words, maybe you should consider a time-based thing. Which did sound a lot better. They were like, hey, why don't you set yourself to work for half an hour each day? Because if it's going well and you're having fun and you're being productive, you'll just keep going and you'll get a lot more than that done. And if not, then you'll hit the half hour and you don't need to feel guilty. It's okay to bail out after the half hour on a day when things just aren't working out. And I did chime in of like, yeah, you know, I think I agree with that. That's definitely better. But yeah, I guess it's just one of those things. I just don't really want to get in the scrum. I don't want to join a new online community. Been down that road, been a part of a few. Those days, I think, have uh, passed. What's valuable now is that I learned to uh, be self-directed, self-motivated. Can't rely on the group because... It never really worked. It never really got me anywhere. At the best of times, it's just like fun to have people around to blab to or whatever. At the worst of times, it's just like the group is a little overwhelming. You kind of lose track of yourself and instead your personality is like (laughs) a little, it's propped up. You get a little surrogate personality based on the group. None of these things are gonna lead to anything very helpful in the end but I do think it's kind of an inevitable thing when you're a teen and you're in your 20s I think it's very natural to be in a group to work on group dynamics to function within a little community see how that works but eventually yeah you got to break away you got to do this shit on your own or you just ain't gonna do it plus communities are the devil (laughs) I mean it's become pretty clear throughout this show that I'm just I try to be tribal minded and keep in mind how people are and how things work and recognize all the benefits of communal endeavor and communal life but at the same time I'm a radical wild individualist and uh, conformity to a group creeps me out and I have definitely been enticed by its siren song in the past and uh, yeah never never was a good thing ultimately never made me a stronger person just made me a more neurotic person (laughs) gotta sort out your own shit man but I still like I wished I guess I just gotta focus on the long game of like I do feel like I'm I've got some some things to express, some ideas that seem to be working. But if that's true, then I guess it's just got to let, uh, let the work speak for itself. If this really is a technique that could work, if my particular workflow really is working for me, well then I guess I'll have some books, won't I? <laughs> like, we'll see. And then once I get some books out, 
then maybe someone will give a shit what I think about the process of writing. And that's when I can try to spread a little more of my thoughts. Rambly, rambly, man. Fucking shit. But I was thinking, like, I think I could write a cool little book. Kind of like that Stephen Pressfield guy's book, The War of Art. I could totally see writing a little book about about writing. Like, none of this, like, where do you get your ideas shit. Because anyone who asks, where do you get your ideas, you're not a writer. You're just not. That's insane. It's insane to even query someone about that. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> like, that's not the problem. Ideas are easy. I have a zillion ideas in my writing folder right now on my phone. I have 47 different folders of just stories that it's like, here's something, here's at least a seed of something. That's not the problem. If that's the problem, I don't know. I really don't think you should be a writer. I don't even know. I just don't know what that means. Where do you get your ideas from? What are you talking about? Like, you're just coming at writing backwards. You're supposed to be a writer because you've got all these ideas and you gotta get them out of you. Why would you decide to be a writer if you don't have that? That just doesn't make, doesn't even make sense. I just, that, that's just weird. But as far as a book of, okay, I do have all these ideas and I wish to get them produced and finished, but I'm having trouble with that. I think I could write a really cool book in that sense of like, let's get your ideas and find a way to form them. Like a clay maker might make a pot. Let me teach you how to make a pot within which to put all of your cool stories. I think that'd be a cool thing. Do the mechanical rundown of here is how I do stuff. Could be extra brief, almost like a pamphlet, but then go into deeper examples of each step with examples of things I did in the past that didn't work and then the ones that finally did. I think that'd be a really cool little book. So for now, just keep on working, just keep on writing. Plus that whole idea of like, oh, I could write the cool book about writing that maybe people would like, that also kind of gets into coming at things backwards, like with that whole notion. Am I really into that idea because I want to write that book or do I want the fame and notoriety of being the guy who wrote a book? Because like that's another way wrong reason to approach writing is because, oh, I'd like to be a writer. Sounds fun to be a famous person that people know that wrote books people like. Which is just, yeah, weird and juvenile and out of touch with reality. <laughs> the reality of what it is to be a writer. I like that though about writing too, that if you, even if you sell a zillion copies of your book, you don't have to be known if you don't want to be known. Everybody knows JK Rowling. Everyone knows what she looks like, how she sounds, what she thinks about various dumb topics. But uh, nobody knows the chick who wrote The Hunger Games. Nobody. I don't know what she looks like. Never heard a word about her. It's just, it's interesting. It's like, it's up to you. It's a very malleable kind of public life. Anyway, look, that's enough rambling. <laughs> that's enough for today. My coffeeless dirge of a podcast. All right, listen, for the, today's song, we're going to listen to Nina Gordon, who uh, she was half of that band Veruca Salt. I think they've reformed, actually, but I haven't heard their new stuff. She split off, did solo stuff. She has this song called Don't Let Me Down that is just a great song that's got that awesome 90s grungy downbeat sound. 
like her solo album is quite a pretty album but it still has this like downer kind of thing going on this downerish vibe and I love it I love how it sounds it's so great and it makes me think of speaking of the idea of having ideas and wanting to get your ideas out there and stuff sort of related to that is like the notion of what if you just can't find the book that you want what if it's not out there so you have to write it I remember I found this book once at a thrift store I don't remember the name of it it was just some long forgotten young adult book from the 70s or the 80s maybe but it had the greatest cover the cover it was like an illustration of it looked like East Coast, kind of Newfoundland, Peggy's Cove, some kind of situation like that, Atlantic Canada. And it was this girl standing like over these cliffs, over these bluffs, looking out into the Atlantic Ocean. She was wearing a sweater and she just had the greatest expression on her face. It was just so great. Like it just, just the look, it was like one of those faces that launched a thousand ships, Mona Lisa type deals. Just the look on her face to me just suggested so much and I'm just like, I want to know about this character. I want to know what she's up to. I want to know what's in her head. I want to know what's going on with her. And the actual book was garbage. I don't remember the name of it. I don't have it anymore because just from traveling. I can't just carry around a book because I like the cover. I should have jotted down the name though just so I could look it up later. But yeah, the book, it just sucked and it's like, oh, that's a shame. The actual contents of the book are nothing like this cover. This is a powerful cover. This cover is evocative, man. This image is hitting me. And it's one of those cases where it's like, I don't know that I would ever get to it. I don't know that I will ever have time because I've got so many other things I want to do and so much stuff I want to work on. And I don't actually have a clear idea of what this girl's story would be. I just wish that I knew. I just want that book to exist. That book that I imagined it was when I saw this cover, I wish that book was real. And that's the feeling you gotta have if you wanna be a writer, you know? Like, what is it that you need in, inside? What is it that you feel that you need to get out there, that you need to show, you need to express, that you need to form into a form that can be comprehended by someone else? Because it's never gonna happen unless you do it. You can wait for your whole life, it's never gonna happen. It's all up to you. And this song also just makes me think of that cover and that phantom book that doesn't exist. So here's Don't Let Me Down by Nina Gordon. I'll see you tomorrow.
Sure.